for that. We are having a night of praise and worship on Friday, October 9 at 6.30 here at the church house, led by Tim and Kathy Pomp and team. And uh, so I just want you to know that. That's Friday, October 9, 6.30 uh, p.m. And then forgiving financially. We know not everyone is here. We have the boxes in the, on the back wall for those that are here to give tithes and offerings. But if uh, you are not here Physically, you can give by mail to Box 67, 10 Strike, Minnesota. That's to TCC. And you can go online and you can give online as well. And Lord, we do. We just lift our tithes and offerings before you. Lord, we know you've told us yourself that it is more blessed to give than to receive, and we give unto you. We know all that we have is yours, but we give a tithe unto you. This is how you did it. This is the way you set it up, so to speak. And we thank you for your blessing, your covenant protection that is over us. And that you take care of us financially. And I pray for that for anyone that is in a hard place financially right now. Lord, we pray for breakthrough. Breakthrough for them. For wisdom. And then breakthrough. Also, in Jesus' name. There was an agreement said, Amen. And then just um, with Darlene Colson, as far as a service for her, that is still pending. We do not know yet when the service will be, but we'll put it, um, we'll put it out with our email. If you're not on our TCC email, also contact Pastor Dean and he'll get you on there. And then also we put it on Facebook. I happened to notice yesterday, I went to put do something else on our TCC Facebook and and here was the notice about Darlene's passing on Wednesday and then I thought didn't I post it <laughs> you know it had the post button and I must not have hit it so I'm not sure if it went out on Wednesday when I intended it or just yesterday but we will keep you informed about that and Joyce, I'm going to have you come up and share what the Lord gave you there. Okay, that's, this has nothing to do with what I'm going to share. I know you can't zoom in, but sometimes there's things happening on the front row. Like for this morning, for some reason, Steve was extra needing his munchies. He has a little Ziploc bag that has 92% chocolate squares in. And were there almonds too or just the chocolate? And we found out it's just a good boost. He'll crack a piece off and chew it or suck on it. And he was 
nibbling away, and pretty soon he leans over and he says, you have some of those breath things? So this, you know what this is. We buy Equate breath strips. Haven't had to buy very many these last few months. <laughs> Unless you want to be nice to just the people you live with. <laughs> but I had one in my thing, so he takes it, and instead of pulling out one, oh, see, there's another one. He hands me this whole sticky mess. I mean, there's all kinds of them laying on there, and he asked me to get them back in there. <laughs> it doesn't work. So anyway, I know I can't share these with any of you because our fingerprints are all over, but we're going to have really sweet breath, Steve, after the service. Yeah. It's that. We haven't been buying much of that, and for women, it's the um, lip balm or whatever. It doesn't work to do stuff like that and then slip on the mask. So anyway, but what I'm going to share with you is... Um, I woke up Wednesday morning, I be still and know that I am God. I was getting ready for a leadership meeting here. And um, it's Psalm 46.10. And in the New King James Version, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. Immediately I wrote... I will be exalted among the United States of America as a nation. I will be exalted in the earth. And I just loved it. And so then I went to the passion version. Surrender your anxiety. Be silent and stop your striving. And you will see that I am God. <laughs> Message Bible, verses 8 through 10. Attention. See the marvels of God. He plants the flowers and trees all over the earth. And he says to us, step out of the traffic. Traffic in your mind, even. Take a long, loving look at me, your high God. Your high God above politics, above everything. And verse 11, the God of the angel armies is fighting for us, protecting us. So bless the Lord. That's a good word for us. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Amen. So, what did it say? God is above politics? Yeah. God is above politics. God is above politics. God is above everything, including politics. And our upcoming United States of America elections are on our hearts. It's on our hearts. 
and now the Supreme Court filling the vacancy of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That's a big thing, huge in our land, in our country. There are nine people that decide a lot of things that are very important that set a course in our nation. So it's extremely important, right? Yesterday, I caught a phrase, I'm not sure if it was live or if it was a tape that I saw it, but I know what happened yesterday. Franklin Graham led a prayer meeting and a prayer walk at our nation's capital. Part of it was between the Lincoln Memorial and the Washington Monument. And I happened to turn it on just when he was standing up there and he said, only God can heal our nation. Only God can heal our land, our nation. And then our vice president and his wife were, came there. He says, we have a surprise. And the vice president was there. And he shared and he thanked the people for their prayers. That blesses my heart. It really does. And we do pray for our nation, right? We're told to. We're told to in the Word. We pray for our leaders. You know, rather, really, the, the government of our nation, really, the way it's set up, it came from the Bible. Isaiah 33, 22, it says, For the Lord is our judge. The Lord, and is, is in italics. Here is, I could just say the Lord, for the Lord our judge, for the Lord our lawgiver, the Lord our king. He will save us. And there you see the three branches of government that we have in this country, in the United States. They're patterned from the word of God here. And they can be seen particularly in this scripture, not solely there, but the judicial branch, the Lord is our judge, the legislative branch, the Lord is our lawgiver, and the executive branch, the Lord is our king. But you know, I believe that God is focused on righteous governing and government but not politics. Inherent in politics is a party spirit where one party or group is pitted against another, each promoting their particular agendas. James 3, I think there's some things from James 3 and really, this is in a series that we've been on. The, the larger series that we're in is, it's we're called to life. We're called to the God kind of life. That's that Zoe life. But you know, that's what we would desire in our nation too. Yes. The God kind of life. 
Because we know that life, it's, it's talking about union. Death is talking about separation. And we want union with the things of God. We want to be united with God. We want to be United States under God. But it says in James 3, starting at verse 14, and the thing is with this, what we're going to read here, it doesn't just focus on, on government, but it can, but it can, well, maybe we can widen that out. You know, government is in a lot of places. God told, told Adam and Eve, it's in Genesis chapter 1, he said, have dominion in the earth. That word dominion, it speaks of government and managing. Things have to be governed. Things have to be managed. Homes have to be governed and managed. Businesses have to be governed and managed. Really, wherever we go, the churches have to be governed and managed. You know, wherever we go, things need to be governed and managed, right? Otherwise, it becomes chaotic. But how are they governed and managed? Here's James 3, starting at verse 14. And the difference is, if they're managed godly, it's going to bring life. If they're not, it's going to bring what? What? Death. Death. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. That doesn't sound very good, does it? Earthly, sensual, and even demonic. And some things in the earth today you sense the demonic. What people do, what people say, is connected back into the spirit realm. And that's whether it's in our home, in the business, in government, whatever, in the church. And the thing is, if we're living in union, the fruit of the spirit flowing forth, the wisdom of God flowing forth, it's going to bring life. But if we're not, it's going to bring things that are earthly, sensual, demonic, death, separation. We've talked about how death is so closely linked with separation. Physical death. Darlene, our dear sister, she experienced physical death. Darlene, the real Darlene, the spirit person, was separated from her physical body. That's physical death. You've heard me say it many times, some of you. Spiritual death is when I'm separated from God. If you're here this morning or you're listening, watching today, you haven't been born again, you're separated from God. And when you're separated from God, you're separated from life. And you're separated from all what God is. And that is hell.
Just think of an eternity totally separated from love, joy, peace, you know, all that the goodness that God is, the life. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. Now that verse 14 there where it says self-seeking, where you have bitter envy and self-seeking, that word self-seeking in my spirit-filled life Bible in the side margin, it says selfish ambition. And this describes someone who is trying to promote their personal agenda rather than working with the larger group for the greater good. Do you get that? It's a person in a group, and this can be in government, or it can be in the home, it can be, again, in business, in the church, in the workplace, school, wherever, but they have their own agenda, and they want to push that through because they think, I am right. My opinion is the right opinion. Nobody else's is, and this is going through my way or the highway. You ever heard that? I'm sure you have. So that word self-seeking then also in my spirit-filled life Bible, the word wealth for that, it says this. And you can see the Greek word there, but it's a person or a group of people who has concern only with their own welfare, someone who is susceptible to being bribed, an ambitious person seeking opportunities for promotion, a partisan party spirit that will resort to any method for winning followers. And that gets, that gets close to what we see often with politics. You know, parties, you know, a party spirit. You know, the truth is I'm old enough too to sing these songs and know them by heart, but I'm also old enough to remember that there was a day in our country where Democrats, Republicans, Independents worked together on some pretty major things in this, in this land for the good of the land. And they, they learned how to work together does anybody else remember that? I see a few hands. It shows our age. <laughs> I really do. And there were, there were things that were not easy issues. But then you'd got to put down the self-seeking or selfish ambition or a party spirit, partisan spirit, and work together. And that takes love. That's the kind of thing that's a godly thing. And I would call it a righteous. And James 3, starting at verse 17, begins to get into some of this. But the wisdom that's from above is first pure, then peaceable, Gentle, listen to those words. And, and as I'm doing this, be praying. And you could pray in the spirit as I'm doing it. 
but we're praying this for our country right now. Maybe you need to pray it for your home right now. Maybe you need to pray it for your business right now, or at school right now, or something, whatever it is. Something in the church, you might need to pray about it. But the wisdom that's from above is pure. This is, excuse me, I'll go back to that. We're going to get down to the Amplified, but I'm coming back up here to the New King James. Um, Peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy, good fruits, without partiality, and without hypocrisy. Now the fruit of righteousness, righteousness is being right with God, is sown in peace by those who make peace. Now, let's read that from the Amplified Bible. It amplifies on that. But the wisdom from above is first pure or morally and spiritually undefiled. Now we're praying this for our governmental leaders, okay? And we're praying this for the elections, that that's who will come into these places of government. And that those who have not been living from this kind of a heart and place in their governing would be removed and godly, morally and spiritually undefiled would come in. Then peace-loving, that's courteous, considerate, gentle, reasonable, and listen, watch, look at this one, and willing to listen. Willing to listen. Willing to listen. When Joyce and I have done pre-marriage counseling, we talk quite a bit about communication. And we say that one of the main, the most important things in communication is listening to and understanding the other person. It's much more important than your talking and getting them to understand you. First on the agenda would be to listen and understand rather than talk and make them understand. And if we're both doing that, if we're both you know, whatever situation is, and this is in politics too. Senators or representatives sitting down with one another and listening, really listening, going beyond the surface thing and the things that so often that can come in between there and just bring strife and confusion like we read about, chaos. Really listen to one another Hearing one another's heart, there may be more in there that 
we can agree on than we ever thought. And willing to listen, full of compassion and good fruits. And see, this all goes back to the God kind of life. Franklin Graham, he said it, only God can heal our nation because it's only God and his life and his love that's going to bring it forth. I really so do appreciate the United States of America. I've lived here all my life. I mean, this is where I've lived. I thank God for the other nations too, and our heart is toward them to bring them the gospel as well. But this is our country. And I'd like to see it turn. That's what Vice President Pence talked about yesterday. He quoted Second Chronicles 7:14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn. And turn. Turn what? Turn from the wrong ways to the right ways. Turn toward righteousness. Turn toward right, what is right. And it comes from God. Being full of compassion and good fruits, it only comes from God. He's the source. It is unwavering, this wisdom, this life, without self-righteous hypocrisy. It's so easy to see that in the other person what's wrong. But it's so hard sometimes to see in ourselves what's wrong. Most of the time it's not just one-sided. It's not. But our minds can get blinded. Our minds can get shut off from the truth because we're so focused on that self-seeking and that selfish ambition without self-righteous hypocrisy and self-serving guile. Guile. What is guile? I never looked it up. Anybody here know what guile is? What? Deceit? And the seed whose fruit is righteousness, spiritual maturity is sown in peace by those who make peace, by actively encouraging goodwill between individuals. Oh, we pray this forth in our nation. Right now, in Jesus' name, we pray it forth. All the way from the president to local commissioners and whatever. Here's the New Living Translation of those two verses. But the wisdom from above is first of all pure, it is also peace-loving, 
gentle at all times and willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy and the fruit of good deeds. It shows no favoritism and it's always sincere. And those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of righteousness. Or in the footnote it says, of good things and of justice. It says in Proverbs 14:34, New King James, righteousness being right according to God exalts a nation, but sin a reproach to people, to any people. In the New Century Version, that goes, reads this way. Do what is right. Doing what is right makes a nation great. But sin will bring disgrace to any people. Sin will bring disgrace. Sin versus what is right before God. Sin. I looked up that word sin there in Strong's, there from Proverbs 14:34. It said the, it's from the, it's missing. That was the main major word there, missing. And I remember in Sunday school learning that sin, missing the mark. We could say missing what is right with God. But we've often heard that. I was meditating on that while I was walking yesterday. Missing, missing, sin is missing. Lord, what is that? What's, what's more, because I, I, I felt there was more there. And as I did, all of a sudden there, the thought was, sin is missing life. Sin is missing God's life. It's separating me from God's life. Because the wages of sin is what? And what is death? It's separation. It separates me from life. That's what sin does, so that I miss life. The God kind of life in all of its aspects. You know, part of it is eternal life. Jesus said, I am the way, the true and truth and the life. But he also said, I am the right. He told Martha, when her brother Lazarus had died, he says, you know, I am the resurrection. I am the resurrection and the life. And he who believes in me, though he die, well, he said he'll never die. He said if he die, he shall live again. But he said, he that believes in me will never die. John 11. He'll never die. And of course, he was talking about spiritually, spiritual death, not physical. Lazarus died later again too. Jesus rose him up out of that grave. But he died later again physically. But Lazarus 
We'll see him in heaven one day. Hallelujah. But we don't want to miss life. Sin is missing life and entering into death, separation. A godly government releases life in a nation. Life. Part of life is freedom and liberty versus bondage. But ungodly government releases death. We do not want that. We do not want that. Proverbs 11, 11, New King James. By the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted. But it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. And wicked, we've said that many times too. There's a Hebrew word picture there connected with that word where it's twisted. Twisted. Twisted from the truth. Twisted from the right, straight, right way with God. This in the Passion, I'm going to read it. The blessing of favor resting upon the righteous influences a city. Did you hear that? The blessing of favor resting upon the righteous influences a city to lift it. Higher. When I punched a hole, it went through higher, so I, had, I couldn't see it here. <laughs> higher. But wicked leaders are not walking in the truth, not walking in the life, God's life, tear it apart by their words. I want us to pray together this morning for godly wisdom. And I'm talking about godly wisdom right now for all of us and who we, you're going to vote, right? If you aren't registered, we can help you get registered back here today. We aren't telling you to vote for, except that vote for those that line up with the Word of God. That's who I'm going to vote for. But then you got to find out where people, where they're at, what they believe. We're going to pray this morning for, for Republicans, Democrats, Independents, and I know there's a bunch of other parties. Hallelujah. Come get a mic. Okay. We need a godly mayor. Yeah. 
And so you find that out yourself. I'm not going to tell you to do that because I can't. You know, I'm not supposed to. That's the way it is. And so I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. But um, it's our responsibility to find out where people are at. We're going to pray. We're going to pray for our nation. We're going to pray today. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, thank you. We were in prayer this morning, and I asked different ones what was on their heart, working in their heart, if they were catching something, and Gus had his heart focused on the political area and the election. And so I'm going to ask you, Gus, to lead us. And so let's just do that together now as we lift up our country, the elections, and even what we talked about this morning, that the wisdom of God would come forth in all our parties and in this country. Amen? Hallelujah. Let's agree in prayer with Gus here. Lord, we just come before you. We thank you, Lord, that righteousness will be done in this land. We remember the prophet of old. He said, I'm the only one left, Lord. And the Lord told him, I still have 7,000 who have not bent their knee to Baal. And so, Lord, we want to be counted among that 7,000 who stand up and cry out for righteousness in this hour. Yes, Lord. Lord, we just bind the forces of darkness that would come against this country. Yes. And we just thank you that the light of the gospel will shine. That God is greater than the forces of darkness that are coming against this country. Lord, we just thank you that we, the people of God, we will be free, free to worship, yes. free to proclaim the name of Jesus. Yes. Father, we just thank you that you are still God, that you are in control, yes. that your hand is on this nation, that it will turn back to you. Father, yes. we just thank you for that. Yes, in do. that mighty name of Jesus. Yes. Father, we just proclaim righteousness yes. over this land. Yes. That the curse of abortion will be broken yes. by the blood of Jesus. Yes. Yes. We just thank you that light yes. will shine again yes. in America. Yes. We just thank you, Lord, yes, for a do. new day. Yes, we do. For a new era. Yes. Hallelujah. 
Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. For a fresh move and outpouring of the Spirit of God in this nation. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. We Lord just Jesus. thank you for revival in the land. Yes. That people will turn back to God. Yes. We just thank you for that. In that mighty name that is above all names. In that hallelujah, mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, Jill, will you please come and get the mic from Gus and lead us in prayer? But also about the Supreme Court thing, let's do, lift that up too. What is the lady's name again? Uh, do you know? Do you know, Gus? The name the Supreme Court, Connie Bennett. Yes, yes. So, Hallelujah. Let's continue to pray. You realize the significance of what we're doing this morning, right? And we're asking you out there, please stay with us, get connect, be connected in this prayer with us. Please. Yeah, I know it's a little bit harder when you're not in the building, but I'm asking you to do that as, as uh, Jill leads us here in this part. Hallelujah. Can you open your mouth and just start praying in the spirit? Picture Jesus standing in front of you and you talking to him. It's your prayer he wants to hear. It's your heart he wants to connect with. Talk to your Lord as he stands in front of you. Just you and him. And as you pray, let's see. See that your prayer has been answered. See that his angels are going forth and carrying his will. See that you are hearing his voice. It is good to know who for who you should vote for but it is better for him to give you direction. As his child, you must hear his voice. Amen. Holy Spirit, you, quicken us afresh, O Lord. For every time, O Lord, we have disobeyed your word, we pray that you will forgive us, Lord. For every time, O Lord, you've asked us to pray and we didn't, Father, please forgive us. For every time, oh God, you've asked us to speak out or speak up, and we didn't. Father, please forgive us. We know that darkness will do what darkness does, but it only does so if light doesn't shine. And we are your light. Forgive us, oh Lord, for hiding in our basement, for hiding in our homes, for hiding, oh God, and not being out there for the work of the kingdom. Father, forgive our hearts, O God. Change us, O Lord. Let the word of your spirit, O God, 
Come and pierce our hearts, O God. Rekindle our love for you and for our neighbor. Rekindle our love for you and for our nation. Rekindle our love for you and for the lost, O God. We want to do your will. Place us in a place, O God, where we will know what your will is. Where we will not decide according to what we hear somebody say. But because we've heard it spoken from your mouth. Holy Spirit, reign again upon your people. We are the hope of this nation. Without your intervention, O oh God, we the nation is going to be lost. But you intervene through your people. Refresh us, O oh God. Breathe afresh upon us, O oh Mary Lord. Open our eyes again that we will see you standing and seated upon the throne. Let our hopes again be only on you, O Mary God. Let us be the change, O God, that we are expecting to see. And Father, for the high courts of the land, O God, where righteousness shall be spoken in our supreme courts, O God, let there be light in the name of Jesus. Let there be light in the name of Jesus. We rebuke any darkness, O oh God, in our supreme courts, O oh God. We say, let there be light. Let there be light. Holy Spirit, for your, for your vessels of righteousness that you've prepared for this time. Father, we say that every obstacle in front of them, O oh God, will be broken in the name of Jesus. Nothing shall stand against the light. Nothing shall stand against the truth and prevail in the name of Jesus. Yes. Father, the hand that writes against your son, against your daughters, in this land shall not prevail. Even as I smell this aroma of your presence, O oh Lord, I pray that this aroma of your presence, O oh God, will smell, will be in our high courts, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Wherever decisions are made are taken for this nation, O oh Lord, we say, let there be light. 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 Every darkness light. and gathering of light. darkness, O oh God, against the nation, O oh God, we say, divide their tongue and the destroy. Darkness. Piercing the darkness. Jesus. We cover each son of yours with the blood of Jesus. They will hear your voice and they will obey. And Holy Spirit, we want to pray for each one among us, O Lord, who is aching, who is suffering in the dark or in the quiet place, O God. Father, remember your people. Stand once again for your people as your people are rising up for you. Be the strong hand again who is delivering, who is setting the captives free. Let there be light in our schools, O oh God. Let there be light in our hospitals. Let there be light in the streets. Let there be light in our homes, O oh God. 
in the name of your son, Jesus. Dispelling the darkness. Adam, are we able to call Carrie Olson down there or not, really? You can't, there's not reception. Okay. Uh, Carrie Olson, who we've been connected with through Bethany Fellowship in the cities, who is the one that connected us, I believe he was, the one that connected us with the Pame Chichimecas people, uh, is with the Pame people right now. And we'll be getting a report from him, I'm sure, later. We were wondering if there was some way that we would be to, able to connect with the congregation there even maybe, but they don't have Wi-Fi in the church. I hear there is Wi-Fi in a store there in La Parada, but yeah. But uh, we'll, bring an, we'll bring an update on that somehow later. But I don't feel like we're done yet with this. Something that Franklin Graham had the group do yesterday, and I'm gonna ask you to stand before we close here, there's one more thing I'd like to do. And what he did was he, he asked the people in, this, in the crowd that was there to all out loud pray for the nation. And you say, is that confusion? Well, if I was trying, if you were praying to me, it would be. <laughs> but we're praying to God who can hear all of our, isn't that something, our almighty God? He can listen and really listen to all of us at the same time. That's God. And thank you, Gus and Jill, for leading. So Jill is a missionary to this nation. And his light is shining in this nation from Cameroon. But okay, that's what we're going to do. And you just pray what the Lord puts on your heart. If you're with husband or wife or somebody that you'd like to pray together, that's great. Um, Adam, here's a mic for you. I just share an added encouragement as you pray. If we pray for God's blessing to be on our nation, only so that we preserve something that we like and that was nice and that we're used to. That's, that's good. But let's pray even higher purposes that God would bless our nation so that the gospel of Christ would go forth into the entire world. So that God would be able to use this nation to accomplish his purposes in the earth. That should be the prayer of every nation for their nation. Lord, let Bless this nation so that you can disperse your blessings into the earth in so Hallelujah. many different forms. Thank in Jesus' Lord. name. And we want to, again, include those that are with us online. You know, there's a number of you out there that are with us online. And please do the same there, okay? Well, we'll take just a few minutes. The Lord will direct that. I know how long. But just begin to pray. And you can, like I said, you can pray with your someone you came with, you know, or whatever. Um, or just pray by yourself, whatever the Lord puts on your heart. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
thank you, Lord, the effectual, effective or fervent prayer of a righteous person avails much. It's another scripture the vice president quoted yesterday. Avails much. And our prayers joined together with the multitude of prayers across this nation are availing much in this hour, in this day, I believe. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Light to the nations. We pray that this nation be a, may be a light to all nations and vice versa, that they will do the same back. Praise God. It's, I believe we're closing here, but, but what I'm getting, I believe, it's like almost not, but I think what it is is that let's continue to pray. I mean, let's continue. We need to stay praying strong. And that's all of us here again and you out there. Let's continue to pray. This isn't, I mean, just continue to pray. We pray for that wisdom, godly wisdom, that brings peace and life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Go in God's peace. Hallelujah.